my Heidi Mike Tene Hortaka. Welcome to the program, the panel RNZ National Wallace Chapman with you. Coming up on the program, it's coming Rome. Italy win their first European football championship in over 50 years. That's first today. New South Wales, well, they reported 112 new local COVID-19 cases. Another record daily total for Sydney's growing outbreak. Gavin Coote, ABC journalist, on that. Well, we talk about the bank of mum and dad today and how common it really is with loan market mortgage advisor Bruce Patton. The short answer is that it is very common in New Zealand. And Sir Richard Branson, well, he rockers with the edge of space. Professor Richard Eastford joins us and says it's a very risky and dangerous mission. But does it signify a starting point in space tourism? And did the rocket go high enough? Plus, should cats have a curfew? National, one national MP says a conversation should be had about cat curfews in New Zealand. Would you support that? You can text us 2101 or email the panel at rnz.co.nz in Knox City, Melbourne. Uh, $91 for a first escape. Should that happen here? Our money here today, Anna Dean, a business and marketing consultant. Anna, kia ora, nice to have you on the program. Kia ora, Wallace, nice to be here. And Chris Finlayson, former Attorney General and National Party Minister, Chris, kia ora. Kia ora, thank you for having me back. And with our story of the day, Caitlin Sherry. Caitlin, hello. Kia ora. I'm going to um, throw these two under the bus, I'm sorry to say, but mm. um, they don't care about the football. Don't they? No. Well, the rest of the world do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I felt I really devastated for England this morning. The poor guy who missed the missed the goal and he had his head in his hands and he's going to be so upset and they've been trying for so long. Couldn't believe it. No, it was so. I just felt my heart drop. But but Chris, you you must at least feel sorry for Prince William and Kate. Their faces and little George and little George. Their faces said it all, Chris. Frankly, I couldn't care less. I was at my gym doing my chest and back session at Healthfit Collective. Uh, and that's much more important than watching royals sulking on TV at Wembley. All right, so it's a chest and back day, fair enough. As a, as a fellow gym goer, you can't go past a good chest and back day. Caitlin, what do you have for us? Oh, it feels like you're just setting me up for this one. So, um, UK, the UK has just actually had a competition far more exciting and interesting than the football called the Best Dad Joke Competition. It was judged by the stand-up comedian Mark Watson who said the perfect dad joke has to be equal parts cringe and cheese. It's got to make your kids embarrassed to be in the same room as you but still make them laugh. It's a fine balance. So, let me tell you the winning joke. It was by a man called Austin May from Bedworth, Warwickshire. I once hired a limo but when it arrived the guy driving it walked off. I said, excuse me, are you not going to drive me? The guy told me that the price didn't include a driver, so I'd spent £400 on a limo and have nothing to show for it. <laughs> that's quite good. <laughs> show Anna, for it. Anna, oh, Anna, come that's, on. Anna, that's not too bad, eh? Hmm. <laughs> okay, so this is a good opportunity for me to share um, some that I've gathered from right. New Zealand. Okay. Uh, I've been diagnosed with a chronic fear of giants. Doctor says I have fee <laughs> Uh, I asked the librarian where the books on engine lubrication were, and she said they were on the non-friction section. Oh, oh, bad. Oh. Yep, grown. I asked the librarian for a book about Pavlov's dog and Schrodinger's cat. She said it rang a bell, but they weren't sure if it was in. Oh. And uh, can I tell you my favourite? No, go away, Kate. No. Yeah, yeah, you've had it. <laughs> you've had enough. This is one. This one, especially for you, Chris. How did the mansplainer die? 
He oh. fell into a well, actually. There are some more. Um, someone has glued my pack of cards together. I don't know how to deal with it. I know. Right. What do you call a blind dinosaur? Uh, do you think he saw us? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind that one. Uh, there, there, there was actually a study, Caitlin, that said that there's something... Uh, a majority of people did find dad jokes quite funny. We groan at them, but we, we do find them quite enjoyable on one level. I think that probably the best... The, my version of a dad joke is when a kid says, I'm hungry, and dad goes, hi, hungry, I'm dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. just just it's, it's, it's just sort of relating to your child, really, isn't it? Did you grow up around in a, an aura of dad jokes or parent jokes, Anna? I was just thinking the funniest joke my dad actually ever said. Um, we were on a silent meditation retreat together, and afterwards okay. he announced to the group, when you could talk again, he said, that was the best family holiday ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Excellent. dad joke. It's that good was good. Um, what did the pirate say on his 80th birthday? What? I'm 80. Oh. I'm 80. Oh, Come no. on. No. I was wondering why the frisbee kept oh. looking bigger and bigger and then it hit me. Oh. Gosh almighty. What yeah. did the daddy so. buffalo say to his son when he left for work? What? Bison. Oh. Are, you still, are you still with us, Chris? You, no, you don't have to I'm be. I'm for a bucket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly. Should we talk about the football again? No, yeah, no, well, no. If you want another rave from me on that, that's fine. Yeah, no, no. It's because uh, um, I, I, I do have a uh, well, I do have a uh, little boy, little ju- you know, little junior, and um, he, he 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 told me. He said to me the other day, you know, tell me a. He usually says, tell me a story. I can do stories. I can make up stories. But he said, tell me a joke, Daddy, and I couldn't tell a joke. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, I've got to do some homework. I went back and looked it up, and. Um, Something he can relate to. And the other day he said, tell me a joke. And I said, why don't ants get ill? Because they have antibodies. And he found it's that really... It's not funny at all. <laughs> no, no, but it... I mean, can't no, you at I... least do what does a pig do when it, when it gets a sore? It gets an oinkment. No, but my, <laughs> but my point, I guess my point was that he could, he could see the funny in it at a very young age. Mm. Uh, that, that related to his... His level, you know, and I, th- I found that quite quite neat. It was the first time he laughed at his father. Uh, <laughs> at being the operative word. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a long sign. Yeah. Uh, before we go on to I've Been Thinking, and I hope you don't mind, Anna, but I wanted to hear more about this silent retreat <laughs> oh, gosh. that you went to. Mm-hmm. Because... Um, how, how did it come to pass that you went on a silent retreat with your parents? Yeah, it sounds like a strange way to spend time, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, my parents actually are uh, Zen Buddhist hippies, and okay. um, so they were quite <laughs> um, up with uh, going on silent meditation retreats all through my childhood. And um, I actually went back uh, to one of them when I had an uncomfortable divorce process and actually found myself back there with them, and it was the best thing that could happen to me. And I've been on eight Mm. silent retreats since. You've been on eight? Yes. I went on a silent retreat once. I thought it would be good to go to Fatuna and Karori between Christmas and New Year <laughs> as the ultimate act of self-abnegation, and I just went, about went crazy. And I spoke to John Murray, who was then the Presbyterian minister at mm. St Andrews on the Terrace, and said, John, all I wanted to do was go to the beach, and he gave me some very sound advice. He would have said, Jesus, I'm off to the beach. If you want to come, you follow. <laughs> 
and I've never been on a retreat ever since. Because no. the trouble is, when you still yourself, all sorts of muck comes to the surface. That's the point, oh, though. That's the and point. That's the point. Yes, well, that's yes. what I try and avoid. There's so yes. much muck in my life, so I prefer to remain busy. Thank you. Well, the amazing <laughs> thing I found as well is that you just notice how many times you reach for your cell phone when you're in a kind okay. of space like that. Cell no, you're not. So, so your your muscle memory just goes again and again. It's mm. it's great to realise how addicted you are to these things. Yeah. Before before we move on, um, the the it was ten days, was it? Yes. And you weren't able to talk even during meal breaks? No, no. no you don't how, how hard is it? I actually really enjoyed it, and I'm a chatterbox. Um, I, found, I find them really helpful, actually. Extraordinary. It's fantastic. Yeah. Have you been on a silent retreat? 2101 is the uh, number to text. All right, uh, Kate and Sherry, kia ora for that. Uh, now time I'm for just off to my silent yeah. retreat. <laughs> <laughs> Not. <laughs> well, or dad jokes. Or the dad joke <laughs> retreat, yes. Learn to get there. Learn better jokes. Um, anyway, uh, I've been thinking, Anna, why don't you start? Thank you. Yeah, it's interesting. What I've been really thinking about, I'm always interested in the kind of cultural context and um, just as I meet so many people who have moved back from overseas, they're kind of struggling with where they fit in New Zealand society and culture, finding things quite different from when they left and having that adjustment period. Similarly, uh, like myself, I keep coming across a whole lot of people who've had to move out of the main metropolitans and they've moved to the provinces and they're bringing a whole lot of newfangled ideas with them um, to these smaller towns, and it's quite challenging. Um, I've I've um, been finding, though, it feels like a time of a real cultural kind of great leap forward that's happening in real time. It's kind of accelerated because so many people are moving around the country. Um, I've been getting into a few heated arguments with people in pubs. I've moved to Golden Bay, and um, somebody said to me recently, they were like, oh, we just hate people like you moving here. Right. And um, I'm like, well, the thing is, there's more of my kind of people coming. And um, this change, this this need to um, face up to a whole lot of um, uncomfortable truths is actually only going to bring us all forward and make the country better. So I'm quite excited, even though it's pretty tough. Yeah. Have you come across the Chris Finlayson who lives in Tarkaka? He's a muralist. Oh, no, I haven't yet. He's oh. a very fine oh, artist. Okay, mm. I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Oh, you should do. <laughs> Give him my regards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in terms of, do, do, do you sense that people are being challenged, those who are locals? I mean, Golden Bay, for example, a lot of people would have been there for many years, and it's a small community. The likes, yeah. of, the, likes of the city dweller, a.k.a. yourself, come, mm. come in. Mm-mm. Yeah, I've got all these kind of ideas about internalised misogyny and changes to diversity and inclusion and some of the things that I he- overhear I would I would never expect to hear in a in a city anymore. So yeah, it's it's challenging. It's um and it's interesting. I think people aren't used to being challenged because in a small community um they don't like uh, you know there are repercussions if you if you um call people out on their on their views. So and and it's interesting also then there's this real tension between good and bad sources of information and there's a lot of anti-vaxxers there's all sorts of... You it's know. F- and it's full of Germans, isn't it? A lot of Germans came there in the early 1980s. Yes. Yeah, lots of Germans, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, kia ora, Anna. All right, I've been thinking, Chris Finlayson. Yeah, I, well, my lawyer always tells me when I'm on this programme I'm too grumpy. So right. I thought that I'd be very positive today because I want to tell you about my weekend and I'll tell you about the... I've been thinking about what made it such a nice weekend. Mm. On Friday night, I charged into the Wellington Club for a quick meal, and the staff were fantastic. Mm. On Saturday, I met 
Gemma New, a young conductor who grew up in Karori and is now doing very, very well in North America. On Sunday, I went to the National Youth Orchestra, who were performing in Wellington, and on Sunday night, I went into Automat and Kandala, uh, and again, uh, had a great dining experience there. And what was the common factor? <laughs> the common factor was the young people. Mm. Now, I don't pretend to understand millennials, and we all say they're different and all that sort of thing, mm. but the young people I came in contact with over the course of the weekend were hard-working, all to, to a person. They were pleasant, they were innovative, they were really charming people. Uh, and as I approach that time when I'll become a permanent resident at MACRA, uh, all I want to say is what tremendous people they are and the young people coming up are really good. There's future there, Chris, at least in Wellington. Oh, no, this is everywhere yeah. um, because, you know, the, the I mustn't sort of overdo the old classical music thing because I know you think I do, but the National Youth Orchestra was just superb and they'd performed in Auckland the previous week uh, with Gemma as the conductor oh, yeah. and then in Wellington. And so uh, if you've got quality people like that coming through the country is not in such bad heart. Indeed. What do they play? Was it the Shostakovich? Oh, I don't like to tell you that because you know my loves, but that was yeah. very, very good. The Leningrad, yeah. which I can tell you about sometime. Good on you. All right. I've, uh, kia ora, Chris. Uh, Chris Finlayson and Anna Dean with me this afternoon. Lots to discuss, including the COVID case rise in Sydney and indeed the football. This more all up on the panel up to four.